0: And now your federal newscast. The Environmental Protection Agency has become the second agency in as many weeks to propose a new process to speed up the resolution of disputes. Like the Justice Department and HUD did with the False Claims Act, EPA is proposing to use either alternative dispute resolution, a hearing before its appeals board, or more timely judicial review to settle permit disagreements. The Air Force wants to use some of its 2021 funding to build a digital foundation. That means investing in needed IT infrastructure and cloud architecture. Air Force Chief of Staff General David Goldfein says the Air Force plans to spend $9 billion over the next five years on the new initiative. Agencies and contractors are doing more to avoid using the suspension and debarment process. More on that from Federal News Network's Jason Miller.
1: The number of vendors suspended proposed for debarment or debarred in fiscal 2018 dropped for a fourth year in a row. The Interagency Suspension and Debarment Committee's annual report to Congress showed agencies instead turn to administrative agreements and pre notice letters to address vendor problems. The Departments of Housing and Urban Development and Transportation and the Navy accounted for 43% of the 480 total suspensions. Of the more than 1,300 debarments, HUD, the Army, the Navy, and the Homeland Security Department accounted for almost half of all
0: debarments. The 401k contribution limit is going up next year for federal employees. That means participants in the Thrift Savings Plan can contribute up to $19,500 next year year. That's more than the current limit of $19,000. Meanwhile, the catch-up contribution limit for TSP participants age 50 and older is going up to $6,500 next year. The Army is launching another set of housing satisfaction surveys. The questions will be emailed to residents of Army managed housing today and to privatized housing residents on November 12th. The purpose is to get first-hand accounts of what soldiers and their families find important in Army housing and to gauge satisfaction with property management services. The surveys come in the wake of reports of mice, mold, lead paint, and other issues in privatized housing. The Department of Veterans Affairs says veterans can now get some of their VA health records on their iPhones. Veterans will be able to see their medical information from the VA and other participating providers in one place on the health app and their iPhones. Users will get a notification when their data is updated. A bill that would give federal employees bonuses for flagging agency programs with more money than they can spend it takes a step forward in the Senate. The Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee passed the Bonuses for Cost Cutters Act. Workers could get up to 10000 for reporting surplus or unneeded agency funds. A federal appeals court has agreed to hear arguments from Bo Bergdahl, the former Army sergeant who was charged for desertion and misbehavior before the enemy in Afghanistan. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Armed Forces says it will consider Bergdahl's claim that his case was tainted by undue command influence. His attorneys claim the proceedings were affected by negative comments President Trump made about Bergdahl. And the Project on Government Oversight says now is the time to start talking about comprehensive changes to intelligence community whistleblower laws. The organization says Congress should give intelligence whistleblowers authority to have an independent review board reverse agency actions. A bipartisan group of senators is making good on their promise to stop the Thrift Savings Plan from moving to a new international index. Senators Marco Rubio and Jean Shaheen introduced the Taxpayers and Savers Protection Act. The bill would prevent the TSP from moving to an index that tracked emerging markets, including China. Backers say they don't want federal retirement assets exposed to Chinese interests. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board is reconsidering its original plans for the iFund, but hasn't made a final decision. The Office of Naval Research is opening a new hub in Melbourne, Australia. ONR's international arm, Naval Research Global, is charged with providing science and technology from around the world for current and future naval challenges. Recent collaborations between the United States and Australia include projects on quantum technology, nanotechnology, human systems, and machine learning. I'm Jared Serbu.